This episode of On The Record is brought to you by Weasler Engineering. Whether you need low power for occasional use or high power for the toughest jobs, Weasler's PTO drive shafts have you covered. To learn more or to find the right PTO for you, visit www.weasler.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On The Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. According to statements from the union's officials, United Auto Workers will begin negotiating a six-year contract with CNH Industrial in early April of this year. UAW International Director of Public Relations Brian Rothenberg confirmed in an email that the union's contract covering Case IH workers will expire on April 30, 2022. Workers at two factories are covered under this contract, the Burlington, Iowa plant, which manufactures tractor loader backhoes, bulldozers, and corn and auger heads, and the Racine, Wisconsin plant, which manufactures the Magnum Series tractor. Workers at the Burlington factory are represented by UAW Local 807, and those at the Racine factory are represented by UAW Local 180. Ag Equipment Intelligence spoke with UAW Local 807 President Nick Guernsey for additional details about the upcoming contract, which he says will cover about 1,200 employees. He stated the local unions will begin preparing for negotiations in mid-March, with formal negotiations beginning in early April. Guernsey says the outcome of the UAW strike at John Deere factories last fall will impact what the union looks for in the Case IH contract. I mean, obviously with John Deere, it, it, it set us into a, kind of put us in a different different position. Um, you know, they hit it out of the ballpark. They, they did something that probably we've never seen and may never be seen again. Um, so what we're looking at at our at this time for our contract is we we want to maintain you know industry standard we want to be competitive within the industry and the only way to do that is to you know to up some of the the things that we're we're lacking in the contract you know wages being one of them and uh, benefits. CNH Industrial last faced a strike with UAW workers back in 2004 which a 2004 report from Farm Progress stated was centered around the company's desire to align union worker compensation and health care more closely with the company's many non-union employees. The report stated that, at the time, around 650 of CNH Industrial's 10,000 North American employees were represented by a union. We reached out to CNH Industrial for a comment, but didn't hear back in time for this broadcast. Ag Equipment Intelligence is watching the development of the contract negotiations closely and will keep you up to date on events as they occur. This week's dealers on the move include Florida Coast Equipment, AHW, and King Ranch Ag and Turf. Florida Kubota dealer Florida Coast Equipment continued its growth push with the purchase of Crystal Tractor and Equipment's Kissimmee, Florida location. The dealership group now has 11 locations across Florida. John Deere dealer AHW has purchased Buck Brothers Inc.'s four stores in Northern Illinois. As of February 17th, AHW will have 20 locations throughout Illinois and Indiana. John Deere dealer King Ranch Ag and Turf has acquired Jasper Country Tractor in Jasper, Texas. This will be the third location for King Ranch Ag and Turf. Now here's Michaela Pockner with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Canadian ag tech company Clean Seed Capital aims to revolutionize planting with its Smart Seeder Max, a 60-year-old planter described as an inkjet printer for the field. The no-till planter allows the operator to control up to five independent products as well as six in-ground placement options per row, 
providing prescription input accuracy on an almost plant-by-plant -plant level. Colin Rush, Chief Operating Officer of Clean Seed Capital, says the 60-foot toolbar combines the large acre efficiency of an air seeder with the precision of a planter. It uses 300 different electric meters to apply herbicides, nutrients, and more at a field speed of up to 5 miles per hour. Rush says the base level standard can handle changing rates every square foot, which would equate to 1.2 billion changes in a half mile square field. That amount of data would only use 15% of the machine's CPU. The data can be exported for high resolution prescription maps. The company is opening up pricing in March for the 2022 production run and anticipates selling out by midsummer as its customers seek more sustainable and precise planting solutions. Rush says the company signed up Canadian dealers for its 2022 pre-commercial run, and this year will be announcing dealers in the Dakotas and Minnesota. Clean Seed Capital is a publicly traded company which allowed it access to capital to fund the development without the short timeline for return on investment, often required by Silicon Valley venture capital firms. Agriculture has a long lead time for innovation. You're talking, you know, five to ten year development time for, for something as significant as this. So we, we, we took the public access to, the access to capital. What's interesting is, is even though we're publicly traded, we, we kind of call ourselves a, a privately held publicly traded company because 75% of our investors are farmers, are, are people in the ag industry and insiders in the company um, that want to see this technology uh, developed. Rush estimates the company has invested nearly $25 million in R&D over the past 10 years to get the Smart Cedar Max to where it is today. Hear more from Rush in my two-part podcast interview airing this month on the Precision Farming Dealer podcast. Go to precisionfarmingdealer.com slash podcast to listen. That's it from today's Technology Corner. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Michaela. Echo reported its fourth quarter and full year 2021 results on February 8th. For the quarter, net sales were up 16% to about $3.2 billion versus the fourth quarter of 2020. Net sales for the full year of 2021 were approximately $11.1 billion, which is an increase of nearly 22% compared to 2020. Net sales in the North American region increased about 21% for the full year of 2021 compared to 2020, excluding the positive impact of currency translation. Increased sales of high horsepower and mid-range tractors as well as precision planting products represented the largest increases. ACO South American net sales increased 54.3% for the full year of 2021 compared to 2020, excluding the impact of unfavorable currency translation. Sales increased significantly across all the South American markets with growth achieved in tractors, combines, and planting equipment as well as replacement parts. Net sales in ACO's Europe Middle East region increased 13% for the full year of 2021 compared to 2020, excluding favorable currency translation impacts. Increased sales of tractors, combines, and replacement parts contributed to growth across all of Europe. Asia-Pacific Africa net sales increased 22.3%, excluding the positive impact of currency translation during the full year of 2021 compared to 2020. Higher sales in Africa, Australia, and China produced the majority of the increase. Now here's Ben Thorpe with a data and forecast update. Thanks, Kim. According to Rural Lifestyle Dealers 2022 Dealer Business Trends and Outlook Survey, just one-third of dealers anticipate sales growth of at least 2% this year. That breaks a string of five straight years where at least half of dealers anticipated growth heading into the new year. In fact, 
56% anticipated growth heading into 2021, and 64% anticipated growth heading into 2018. Nearly 35% of dealers anticipate total revenues for 2022 will be in line with last year, and 32% of dealers say revenues this year will be down at least 2%. The supply chain challenges and low inventory is largely the cause of dealers' lower forecast. One dealer commented, Manufacturers are demanding orders, although they have no clue as to delivery or build dates. If all these orders are somehow delivered, they will be the largest glut of new inventory ever witnessed. Dealers are more optimistic on the aftermarket side of the business, however. Nearly 45% of dealers forecast aftermarket revenue to be up 2-7% this year, with another 15% forecasting increases of 8% or more. Nearly 27% of dealers expect little or no change in aftermarket revenues versus last year, and just shy of 13% forecast revenues to be down by at least 2% in 2022. The full report of this year's survey results will be published in the March issue of Farm Equipment and will also be available on RuralLifestyleDealer.com later this month. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. On February 8th, CNH Industrial also reported its fourth quarter and full year 2021 results, the last year of operations prior to the demerger of Iveco Group effective January 1st. For the fourth quarter, CNH reported consolidated revenues of $9.1 billion up 7% versus the fourth quarter of 2020. Agriculture net sales for the quarter were up just over 21% to about $4.2 billion. For the full year, CNH Industrial reported consolidated revenues of $33.4 billion, up 28% from 2020. Excluding the Iveco Group, net sales for industrial activities were $19.5 billion, up 32% from 2020. Net sales from agriculture for the full year were $14.7 billion, up nearly 35% from $10.9 billion in 2020. Looking ahead to 2022, during their earnings call, CEO Scott Wine said backlogs remain high as order books across OEMs have increased. He says both Case IH and New Holland order books are up year over year by more than two times for tractors and one and a half times for combines. He says the backlog now extends far into 2022, with some equipment essentially sold out for the year at current production rates. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.